0: We're all gonna kiss each other. Oh. Alright. My penis. <laughs> Nobody has ever said my penis. <laughs> now you think I know what's going at the top of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> my penis. It feels so good. <laughs> Gentlemen, and Welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your bi-weekly podcast delivering an episode-by-episode breakdown of the original G1 Transformers series. We'll iron that out over time. This is episode 108. Uh, we're covering the Transformers episode number four, Transport to Oblivion. Originally airing October 6th, 1984. This is your host, Aaron, and I want to take you back to a simpler, more predictable time, a time of Milkmen, paperboys, even TV. You see, I was a lonely sports anchor and widower with three, although you could argue four, daughters living in the San Francisco, California area. And I needed a little help with the whole single fatherhood thing. So I recruited my brother-in-law, Caleb, an extremely handsome rock musician, and Ryan, a subpar stand-up comedian, to help me out. Over time, this unique family situation became the cornerstone, the bedrock, if you will, of a stable wholesome family situation wait a minute i just said this unique family situation became the cornerstone of a stable wholesome family situation (laughs) that's what happens when you write intros really quickly time went on my two older daughters got kind of hot my two (laughs) twin twin baby twin baby daughters started a billion dollar media empire and Caleb's wife got caught up in a college admissions yes. bribery scandal. <laughs> yes, she did. And Ryan dropped off the face of the fucking planet. I would argue, looking at us, I'm more John Stamos. He, he I knew that Ryan would be really mad if I made, <laughs> made him. And I'm the uh, other yeah, guy. Right. And I'm, <laughs> the other guy! No, yeah, broke dick, broke dick Jeff Daniels. <laughs> Why am I blanking on his name? Joey I Blackstone? Am too. Is it Blackstone? Joe Joey... Is Joe, is his character's Joey name Fatone. Joey. No, his character's name was Joey, but I think his name was also Joey. Oh my God! We have to find out immediately. Caleb, of course, I'm is on, on it. it. I'm on it. Uh, have mercy. <laughs> his name is Dave Collier.
1: Dave Collier. Dave <laughs> Collier. Oh, so wrong. It's
0: Joey. Joey Blackstone. I think we went to <laughs> high school with that guy.
1: He. Uh, Check it out. He was voice. He was the voice of Peter Venkman on the cartoon adaptation of Ghostbusters. Ah, oh, makes sense. And he was the infant uh, incarnation of Animal and Bunsen on Muppet Babies.
0: Oh, so he uh, done some voice acting. Those work are both great from- shows. Yep. I think he. Yeah, I think he was a voice actor, and well, obviously he was a voice actor in his own right, and stand-up comedian in real life, right? Yes. yes. No, I never saw any of his Well, up. I don't recommend He's it. He's done yeah.
1: work on Scooby and Scrappy-Doo. He, uh, he did... Cut it out. Cut it out. Is Lugan. Harry
0: Anderson still alive? Or did he, no, he died. Passed away? What happened with him? He Why died. Him? He, died. he died. But how? how? Uh, I think it was a murder-suicide. <laughs> <laughs> with it, Marky Post. If it, if it was multiple murders, you would be extremely interested. <laughs> I would, absolutely. I just read... I so saw I' read a serial killer, the serial killer book by uh, Harold Schechter, uh, which is just kind of a laundry list of a bunch of serial killers. but the uh, audible narrator keeps pronouncing Ed Gein's name as Ed Gein and it drove me mad. Did you write a letter. I think I tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tweet about it under the Auto-Wad I don't remember. I think, <laughs> I think it was me, and I, res- I was under my personal Twitter, and I resisted retweeting it from our <laughs> from our podcast Twitter. Ah, very good. I love it uh, when we – I mean, I have no problem with using the, the podcast Twitter to tweet out our own – individual personal things mm-hmm. um i think it makes us more i feel relatable except, <laughs> except when he's tweeting serial I, killer clear, shit
1: but it's clearly like
0: the, they use the word i <laughs> it's clearly well i've started putting r and like my yeah, i do like when we i've started in, if i do something that's personal i'll put an a in front i've t- stolen that from you yeah i stole it from another podcast that has two members. Um, Oh. Which I just remember what podcast it was, but I tweeted at them. I'm definitely stealing this to do on our podcast. Yeah, on yeah. Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, I had a lot of fun putting together that random uh, Twitter post. I would it would have been better to be. Maybe I'll relaunch it on April 20th. But the oh the the, the, the stoner mean, yeah uh, the in the convert so yeah the quite the premise put out on Twitter. It was what. Uh, what transformers are most likely to be the uh, stoners, cyberstonians, if you will? Mm, clever And, word and the overwhelmingly, people said Beach Beach <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> which is the right answer, yeah. of course. Um, uh, it w- also, um, Warpath was that's a out weird there. choice. I I could see it. He's a little zany. I don't know. Like <laughs> Warpath, just seems to me like he would come back like um uh like the deer hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Warpath is like, he's smoking that Sherm, you know, he's maybe that, uh, a little uh, weed with some, Sherman that, Helmsley. With, with some, yeah, some Sherman uh, Helmsley, so with I some think, angel
1: dust on it or something. I like think, that. Per, I think Perceptor microdoses.
0: <laughs> he probably does. CBDB oil. <laughs> CBDB? Is that out of term? that's no, not it. I think it's just CBD oil. <laughs> CBDB <is> like <laughs> oil. <laughs> CBDB. Yes. I, I am, I'm i linked in Brian to what the kids understand. are doing. CBGB oil is just Joey Ramone's sweat. Yeah. <laughs> put it on is this tongue. music? <laughs> all right. Uh, and What else is going on here? We're going to talking about... <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice if I'm not prepared at all. Our Patreon <laughs> may Patreon. or may not be up. <laughs> hey, if we've done any work to uh, establish... And promote our Patreon. We're gonna talk about it right here. Dateline Transformers. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. The Autopod Decepticast has news. Let's go to press. Hey, all you hepcats and kittens out there in Radio Land! Everybody's third favorite co-host Ryan here to let you know: Yes, we do have a Patreon. It is up and running at patreon.com slash apoddcast, the same as our handle on all the things. Uh, we, uh, all of our episodes are currently, will always be, free of charge, but your support means that we can purchase better equipment, uh, cr- which is in need, um, create more bonus content and merch, and maybe even come to some more cons, which we would love to do. Uh, plus, we'll get to interact with you guys on a whole new level. There are a few different tiers and reward levels up there, so even if you don't want to give, please go check it out. Aaron spent a heroically long amount of time making our page look fucking awesome. Patreon.com slash apoddcast. Always, always, always our sincerest thanks to all of our listeners. We love you guys. You are the fucking cat's pajamas. All right, let's get back to the show. Patreon.com slash apoddcast. Alright, well why don't we just get into the last episode recap here. So here you know, we're gonna reca- the deal. We're going to recap, recapping the last three episodes. Transformers came to Earth on accident. Despite the Autobots' best efforts, the Decepticons stole as much energy as they needed to power their shuttle and rule the universe. A Hail Mary play by Autobot Mirage kept the Decepticons from leaving Earth and caused the Decepticon ship to crash into the ocean and, according to Optimus Prime, clearing the path for the Autobots to return to Cybertron. The Illuminati revealed and established itself. Earth became unicorns. Unique- Unified under a one-world government led by former U.S. President uh, and Freemason Barack Obama, after Uh, taking away everyone's guns, the government elected to distribute all its resources to their heroic Autobots to help them return to Cybertron. Before leaving, humans Spike Witwicky he finished his Pulitzer-winning memoir titled "Color Me Impressed." His father, also ticketed for the journey, turned in his two-week notice at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, which he also worked at and uh, they you know, I like, went to Cybertron. I like your extended universe novelization <laughs> of what Me happened too. on the outside of what we saw. I also like the idea that every time we do an episode you're going to catch us up from episode one <laughs> all the way to now. No, I don't, I don't plan to do that. I, I did all of that really just to say that this episode as it kicks off just basically forgets everything that happens at the yeah, la- end of More Than Meets the Eye. They just dump all that they dump all that and the autobots are just hanging out and that's where this really opens up uh transport to oblivion and we have dumped the that annex the shed is now gone i don't know if it was cannibalized to make the ship that never is addressed again but yeah instead of the tool shed out back there's just this strange rocky (laughs) landscape and at the tip top of it is a is a rock formation that looks exactly like Starscream. <laughs> we could just go immediately off the rails, because presumably Cliffjumper has seen this rock outcropping every day of his <laughs> right. life on Earth. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we we open up, we've got Optimus Prime, who, which, by the way, I I didn't realize how soon they cleaned up the animation models in between More Than Meets the Eye and this one. He mm-hmm. looks more or less the way he looks yeah. in Transformers the, the movie at this yeah. point. I thought... There was I, it wasn't probably till season 2 where they had some In the last episode his grill did. is a lot more rounded and it's yeah. a lot more like just random. Yeah. So anyway, Prime looks great. He's hanging out with Ironhide, they're smoking some weed out, <laughs> out by the, in front of the base. Cliff Jumper appears, he sees that rock formation and just like comes out blazing. By you the know, way, that's gun, that's uh, Jazz's gun. It is He's Jazz's gun. Back. I'm also looking at Cliff Jumper, and that little like spoiler thing he has means he just can't look at his dick. No, nope. <laughs> he can't look down below at all. But he could put his beverages on that. Yeah, shelf it's true. <laughs> of, like have a curly straw going into his mouth. <laughs> So he fires at this rock formation that's right above Ironhide and Optimus Prime's head, destroying it and just knocking rocks and boulders on top of uh, Optimus Prime and Ironhide. Iron <laughs> <head>. <laughs> Better name. Yes, I agree. The Decepticons are gone for good, right, Optimus? <laughs> so uh, Prime has lost a little bit of the, finally. the short-sighted optimism I'm, that he's displayed so the, so the, sure the last few episodes. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, and and he, he walks to a, so, some fucking cliff. To stare down at the ocean uh, yeah. uh, in, in in ponderous mystery, uh, I wish I could believe that, Ironhide. This is and crazy because like, well, there's certainly no way to be sure, like going down there yeah. to look. I mean, send Hound. We know he's got that face mask. Yeah. He's equipped for this it's journey. We might never know. We'll never know, maybe. <laughs> un- no, this, really, you can. This Just is the out. only time that Mount Hillary is shown to be coastal. Yeah. Prime looks down into the ocean the camera pans into the ocean uh, into the depths and it turns out that Optimus Prime was right to be worried because all they those Decepticons are fucking city. alive and well, not only are they alive they've been at work they're thriving <laughs> they yes. are doing what Decepticons do which is, which is have a goal done. and yep. move yep. towards yep. the finish yes. line how how was Cybertron not conquered like immediately <laughs> <It> doesn't <laughs> there, there must they talk about the Autobots are almost extinct the, the only thing I could imagine is that there were like a lot more Autobots, <laughs> right. than there were Decepticons. <laughs> Megatron alive and well, and and so are his. So is his team. Uh, we <laughs> we then to transition to favorite, Cybertron, Caleb, and we hear oh, the spooky. We hear the spooky the space scene. music, and Shockwave. What's he shooting? At? Is on a yeah, is on unclear. a pedestal in gun mode, just firing away. I, also not great because of what he just says in oh. a second of like they're almost out of energy. He bitches about being low on power. And he tries, perhaps, in the for the first time in, in four million years, to I love, connect with Megatron. I love the way he walks over to the panel. He's with very his, tired. That,
1: that, yeah, I wrote down, this, he walks like I do when I get out of bed in the morning. This is like, <laughs> this <laughs> like ah, arms down. Like uh. <laughs> must try to communicate with Megatron. It's Orion. Megatron... Cybertron to Megatron. Are you there, Megatron? It can't be. Shockwave, Guardian of Cybertron. Megatron, leader of the Deceptic
0: um, <laughs> he just perpetually looks depressed. It is also. He's low on energy. You see, you said, like Aaron, that maybe it's the first time he's calling, but I like to think he does this every day. <laughs> For four million. All right, I'll try Megatron one more time. Uh, it also seems like. Not for nothing, but Cybertron has fared pretty well energy-wise because it's been four million years yeah, and it's still around. Shockwave shock and, and Wheeljack was talking about how they were almost out of energy before. But so, and Shockwave has enough energy to just blast off into the ground for no reason. Yes, I, something tells me that he had to have a very specific
1: also to do that. What that is, I don't know, but I don't. Oh, think was, let's
0: add that to some fan fiction. Yeah, what was he shooting at? Is that camera? that you're saying that's Decepticon masturbation? Oh, no, I I, am not, I wasn't going sexual with it at <laughs> all. I am Question. saying that now. right now, now. I'm fully irrational. Do that, dude, that into the air way. for you. Well, it's also like okay. A couple of things. They're low on Interjon and Shockwave is visibly like has got out of bed posture. Yeah, <laughs> but they have the resources to power an intergalactic bridge. Which I assume is just the screenwriter. Well, they've just been building. They have to.
1: He's he's putting. He's well, true. But don't they have to like put energy through it? I feel like.
0: Well, maybe we'll get to this. I feel like the Decepticons on Earth are the ones that have to power it. Yeah. Shockwave. No, because it activates automatically. There's power
1: involved with this. There is they power involved, supply but it's still
0: Earth. limited. They've got you know, to put their well, resources maybe. into the projects my, that are most important. That's a problem, but my main issue is, like, I just don't think the writers understand what intergalactic means, because that means they're not in the Milky oh, no. Way. Oh, oh right, the yeah, yeah that's true.
1: Inter, inter, Stellar. Interstellar. But
0: not even that, because Cybertron is in the solar system, well, I don't know if they've established that yet. It, they haven't, it they haven't, it it's today, true. But, but at, at least it should be interstellar. I mean, Star Trek doesn't even go outside the galaxy. They don't even cover half the galaxy until Voyager. Yeah. Well, like, these things have been so. sentient for four million years plus. Who's to say they don't have the ability to go intergalactic planetary? I, I really just want to. They're really advanced in some ways and really garbage on <laughs> others. <laughs> Dumb nuts. I just want to say I'm just really glad to see Shockwave. <laughs> I think
1: he's done a great
0: job holding the planet. He has. Mm-hmm. It and, really has. Um, I mean, I guess there's yeah. been no Autobot resistance since those two ships left right or little i Very mean little uh, in the books je- uh, uh, blasters up there i mean he's got a sweet pad does he shockwave yeah it's yeah. not open open it floor, seems Brian. like but also it's open to like a bunch of autobots running into it in later episodes well True. I thought they were going to, I was waiting for that to happen in this episode. It didn't. Female was, Autobots. Female <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> Shockwave, Megatron, they're exchanging formalities, but they get mm-hmm. straight to the status. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we were saying, Energon is an issue, uh, <clears throat> and while Megatron was sleeping, Shockwave went and built a space bridge. Yep. This is very pleasing to uh, Lord Megatron. You know, he's. you can tell he's already got some plans percolating up there in that tea kettle head of his (laughs) so now we transition we got some bros (sighs) working at a power plant listening to some hot new tracks on a on a shiny blue tape player just races a couple times i know that that was a nice uh nice animation mistake there yeah Uh, at uh, 240 the guy when he turns around he's black and he turns around to look at the sound wave and he's white and then he turns black again One guy bitches to the other uh, to turn down that cockamamie music. That and... rock and or roll. <laughs> but he can't, and he won't, because that's no ordinary tape player. Huh? Hey,
1: hey, turn your tape player down, will you? That's not... Huh? What is it? prepare for flight
0: operation. Which is, like, ridiculous. Why is Soundwave even there? Like, why? (laughs) Because Megatron comes in. Well, especially given that in seconds... Yes. So he's going to release his tapes... Uh, specifically Laserbeak, but then within seconds, the rest of the Decepticons are just going to yep. bust down the door. That's just all they really needed to do. Um, but this does establish uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about. First of all, the mm-hmm. music is that generic... I don't know the name of the song, we can't it it. but it's on YouTube. It's a generic it rock disco theme. Yes. From our, 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 yes. our theme song. Yeah, that inspired, yeah, it inspired yeah, 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 yeah. Our, the APDC theme song. It's my favorite all the Transformers music is really good, but this is what of my I favorite afraid Caleb pieces. Helped to put together. That's right, I did. Caleb, t- shout out to Trey George. He doesn't listen to this podcast. He's just, he's just a hired gun as far as he's concerned. He doesn't listen. That he's, motherfucker. He says he,
1: he says he has
0: in the past. So. Oh, which means I listened to 45 seconds and no. was like, "This is uh, not for me." that i i don't who knows but if uh you do like music and you like indie pop rock listen to ski lift on spotify that is our friend trey george's project and it's uh some good shit i don't know if he has uh jesse james wax museum was the name of his college project that's and their, a good name their album is good uh, but it's, you know, it's dated in a way. Ski lift is, uh, is, is the hot newness. Well, there you go. That's a shout go out. check that out. Uh, what were we even fucking talking about? Generic rock disco theme. So I'm wondering this being the prototype of our own song, uh, why it's never been included on any of the soundtrack. It's not on our soundtrack album that we bought. I'm wondering if it just wasn't composed. It was Robert J. Walsh and Johnny Douglas that did all that G1 work. I'm just wondering if they didn't compose it and it was... Like some stock music that was laying around. And Back in the day, there was just like a lot of throwaway stuff where it didn't occur to people to, you know, that anybody would give a shit about right. a kid's cartoon. Like, nobody's going to care about this in 40 years. But soundtrack albums have always been a thing, right? Like, like uh, was it, how do you pronounce his name? Vangelis and the Blade Runner sound. Like, yes. people care about composed music for I movies. I don't know how to say it. All right. Uh, it's no, va- you're it's, right. It's, it's, it's Vangelis.
1: I wasn't, it wasn't worth
0: it. Well, I said completely. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I was opening it up to Thank the audience months. to correct me. Right. Vangelis now. Vangelis. Yeah. Vangelis. Yeah. Vangelis. Edited and make it right. Like, okay, a, great. like I never made a mistake. <laughs> well, you called it out, and now it's going to be hard to edit that in. <laughs> it's going to be easy and perfect. So Soundwave, he releases the tapes. The rest of the Decepticons show up. To fill, out, fill up some Energon cubes, no doubt to compress into pillows soon. I don't know actually what they do. They don't even show it. But, no. <laughs> um, which remind, remind, I can't remember. In More Than Meets the Eye Part 3, mm-hmm. did... Uh, when they went to the rocket fuel place, did they turn those... You never see it. You never see it. Okay. It happens off camera. Okay. All right. I was going to have a problem because it was like they could just steal the rocket fuel and use it in their rocket. Also, this is (laughs) not rocket fuel. This is a This is a different thing. Yeah. This is a different thing. I'm talking about the end of Morse. Oh, you're talking about... rocket. I I was thinking the Burmese crystals also. (laughs) But we do see them pouring oil into cubes previously (laughs) and it becomes energon, which is... (laughs) That's some science, man. It's some, I had a, an ancient race. I mean, I guess we're not there yet. We're jazz, But, like, well, I don't mean to be, like, this guy, but you solar are, power yeah. plants don't have generators. Like, that's not how they work at all. But it just go into a battery? Yeah. How, how does it work? Yes, I don't know. they just go I into batteries. Them. I mean, coal, wind, hydroelectric plants, they do have generators because turbines, you know, make mechanical energy into electrical. But the photonic energy... Inju- in- injury. Photonic energy in, like, solar cells just goes straight into a battery. So I understand that for the purposes of this show, they're like, "We're let's do all the energy sources. We'll just treat them all the same. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you to our uh, special guest, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you for, mm. for condescendingly explaining all of that to us. You dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you still have a great personality, and we like great, it. Great. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, we're at Jazz. I do like when, when Soundwave makes John cubes out of his chest. No, I think that's a cool thing. It's neat. It is. Jazz, Spike, they're hanging out. They're driving around town, listening to the same yep. hot Top 40 track that so uh, Soundwave So it is a radio station. Wow, you picked up a great Supercar Stereo Jazz. <laughs> you think
1: of her, Spike? Well, let me wrap up the decibels for you. Yeah, get down. Oh, well. no. It, seat belt.
0: No seat seatbelt on him. No. Not at all. They also, hold 14. He's 14. that's true he shouldn't be driving well he's not but yeah if he gets pulled over it's gonna be a problem (laughs) unless jazz transforms and shows his id i think that does literally happen in an episode later also there is a store named IOU on this street (laughs) they get stuck in a traffic jam because the street lights are out which is like don't you people know that you just treat it like a four-way stop i guess they don't it's japan they don't know
1: For blow,
0: <laughs> shots fired at the country of Japan. <laughs> hey, World War II was a long time ago. Mm. We we bombed them nuclearly. And, Twice. The, and everybody and, and then it's always forgiven, bro. There are allies. I,
1: I was just saying they don't understand traffic. Why do you
0: hate the people of Japan? I don't hate them at
1: all. I just wish that they would handle handle their traffic situations <laughs> a little
0: better. Have you even been there? Have you even I would, been being I would love to. Uh, that was like uh, whenever. Uh, sorry, <laughs> whenever I went to New York um, uh, last year, was it or two years ago? I uh, one of the places I toyed with going to was uh, Japan, like Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I would love to go there just because I've never been anywhere in Asia, yeah. and that seems like be, uh, I just didn't want to go there by myself, where I'm the only person. I know who speaks English. <laughs> I'd I, I like the idea of Tokyo. I also really like the idea of Hong Kong. Yeah, me too. I feel like Hong Kong would be a wouldn't, lot of different multicultural wouldn't, stuff. Happening. Wouldn't go there right now. What's what's what? happening? You mean in 1984? No, I
1: mean now. What's happening? what's happening in Hong Kong? There's been riots and protests for the past three or four
0: weeks. Really? Hundreds of thousands. Oh, against, of what, against the Chinese government? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So okay, the traffic jam uh, is ha- the power's out. Traffic jam spike jazz. Time to head back to Autobot headquarters. Just head back. Yeah. Check it out. Back at the garage, Optimus Prime is doing a little bit of analysis. What's the deal with the energy situation? He notices that a solar power station is not uh, producing at its intended output. Sends out Teletrans satellite to investigate. The and, Sky Spy. And, and when this happens, it is revealed that Prime's worst nightmare also is, has come true. Yeah. Megatron's alive. Yeah, and they show, like, presumably the Sky Spy went into the building and was just, like, right here above Megatron's head and showed him. But, yeah. And Megatron didn't see it. Nope. he, he Swatted it out him. of the air. Prime calls in the B-team. He notes that the <laughs> cool half of the Force... Is out on patrol, so we're stuck with Ironhide, Ratchet, Prowl, Cliff Jumper, Gears, and a late ass Bumblebee. You late Bumblebee. And they roll out for the power station. You know, uh, a couple things. Great delivery of his Megatron lives. It was very mm-hmm. pretty heartfelt. Also, Megatron's the whole reason everybody's out on patrol is to discover Decepticon activity. Now that you've discovered it, it seems like, like... you'd call them all back and then go focus your. Again, efforts. Again, Autobots. <laughs> they they don't they, have radios. First of all, they're not. But they do have radios. We saw Sparkplug use one, but uh, just, well, they, they didn't have they didn't have humans inside them to use them. But. I just don't think they're very bright in general. <laughs> they do seem dull. Yeah. <laughs> And also when Bumblebee shows up, he's a little late and Windcharger's like, you're late He gives him the shit. (laughs) And I feel like Bumblebee should just be like, go fuck yourself, Windcharger. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. What difference is it? You're not my boss. (laughs) You're not the boss of me. (laughs) So they roll out. Uh, We flash back to, or we flash to the Decepticons. And they are milking that solar power into those sweet energon cubes. And it's not long before the Autobots just come on, in drop into a skylight <laughs> and just attack. It's crazy. This Cliff Jumper bit. Cliffjumper Jumper punches uh Megatron in the dick. <laughs> in the dick, and immediately <laughs> gets <laughs> swatted away like the nothing. It's very is. embarrassing. There there's a nice fight that happens between Optimus Prime and, and Megatron. They they exchange some clever banter. Uh, fusion cannons are fired. Punches are landed. Prime throws Megatron into some kind of live wire wall. Oh, get that electrified! That punch, like you're talking about specifically that punch that Prime delivers, and the way Megatron slams back into that wall. Mm-hmm. It's almost a one for one shot of the way Prime hits Megatron in the movie, where his arm cannon falls off. Oh wow! I mean, God. it looks almost exactly. I wonder, if it, exactly a, I wonder the same. if it was a model. They just traced it. They put better <laughs> you're shading over the solder. As Megatron gets electrified, that powers him up somehow, as opposed to killing him. It's like reversing polarities. Outside, Ratchet, Prowl, Windcharger, Cliffjumper, they attack the Seekers, but the Seekers manage to kind of break out with the Energon here. We go back inside. Well, Cliffjumper, in the worst way, is like, too late, Scream, And it's like, not, because you got fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, he's, I don't remember Cliffjumper being this much of a dickhead, but he's maybe he'll evolve as time goes on. He's a hothead. God damn it, we saw him pull out that bazooka out of his ass and fire on Megatron again without good planning. He's kind of the worst of the worst. These la- also at this point are the laser beak sound effects where he's flying around, they're not a they're there's some places they're horrifying because yeah, they're, they're not, not electro, they're not electronic. they don't have a filter put over them. Mhm. Uh, Yeah, it's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, it's really (laughs) weird. Does Frank Welker do Laserbeak? I don't know. I know he does Ravage, but I'm not sure if he does Laserbeak. Yes. Is that your answer? Yes. (laughs) It doesn't sound confident.
1: No, it it says here, Frank Welker as Megatron, Soundwave, Laserbeak, Laserbeak. Ravage. All right, there we go.
0: Okay. There is a, like, yeah. There is a, a, a also one episode where Frank Welker—they don't put the filter on him doing uh, sound wave. Also, and it sounds real fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. It's like when you, uh, you know, see your mom naked while she's like <laughs> got her pussy out. Oh, is it like that? I wasn't thinking about it. Is that. this the part where we have Ryan tell the story of finding a, a <laughs> por- porno tape in his mom's drawer and when he pops it in the VHS, it's her? I did. I did. You know, like you do, you go through your parents' stuff for porn. And um, I found a videotape that wasn't labeled and I put it in the VCR and it was my mother uh, in some kind of S&M situation with a dude like... Oh, God, what if she's a murderer? Because he was kind of, like, tied to a chair, the dude. And I'm like, I only watched it for 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
1: not part of this. (laughs) At all.
0: And that is a true thing that happened. (laughs) So, Megatron, at this point, transforms into a gun. Yes. For Soundwave to use on Optimus Prime. And Ironhide jumps in the way. And is hit squarely in the chest. He has saved their leader, Optimus. Well, it's kind of a Prussian-like getting shot by Megatron. Not so badly, I guess it was a glancing blow. Uh, but also, this is two episodes in a row where Ironhide gets fucked up. It's true. Well, I mean, he's impetuous. He, he's incorrigible. The Decepticons then buck out. The they've got all the goods they need. The Autobots let them go, and uh, we get back to the, we, we got to get back to the headquarters and save Ironhide. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like where we see the first of all become the friendship between Spike and Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. We're back at Autobot headquarters um, under the volcano outside. It's a sterile environment. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Ratchet and Sparkplug are doing some R and R. That's a uh R and R removed and rebuilt.
1: Mm. And that rear-end assembly looks like it could use some old-fashioned blowtorch work to secure it. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, that's what you say,
0: Ratchet. You just keep your clamps off me. No more back talk, or I'll short your mouth circuit. Uh, Sparkplug literally wants to light a fire under Ironhide's ass, which uh, <laughs> Ironhide declines that, uh, that offer. The rest of the small team are plotting next steps, uh, Prime charges Bumblebee with some spy work, and Spike joins because he can. Yeah, that's the weird. Like, why does Spike go along? What value is he adding? Aren't we putting the human in unnecessary oh, danger?
1: Well, you know, just like uh, D is for danger, it just
0: it runs in the family. S is for sucker. <laughs> I think it speaks less to the Autobots. The Autobots don't know human culture. Uh, it seeks more to uh, spark plug as a father, <laughs> letting Spike oh, yeah, go out of here and do Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta go to fucking Kazakhstan and work in the oil mines, or what? He, <laughs> he seems to go. He's been everywhere. He works in every energy related job. He probably worked at that solar factory that we Absolutely. saw earlier. <laughs> uh, okay, so shockwave. We're, we're with the Decepticons now. Shockwave yes. is prepping final steps to link Earth and Cybertron via the Space Bridge. They have eleven the minutes to pull this thing oh, off. I don't know why course. eleven minutes is yeah. They, it's, it's, they d- abandon this later, but like there's a time constraint. Three thousand
1: something seconds. S- space seconds. Astro seconds. But that's it's, I
0: guess maybe it's re- for recharging. I'm thinking that's yeah. What's, I mean, what's well, they're still that. in beta testing. Spike and Bumblebee, let's rejoin them. They have no clue what they're doing. They <laughs> don't know they don't know where the Decepticons are or where to find them. But by sheer happenstance, they decide to yes. drive by a riverbed the drive, They decide
1: to drive down in the riverbed to get some shade from driving yeah. in the desert. Yeah. That makes sense. And then
0: like you do. And then the
1: Decepticons. Also,
0: will. oh, Right here, you, we just. Starscream is counting down the seconds of the Spray bridge test on his watch, on his wrist, apparently. The, you know, I think that uh, Starscream no, would be
1: the dark. type that would totally have like a watch. I think Starscream would have like a pocket watch too. Like, oh, absolutely. Because he's a pompous. He's a dandy. Yeah, he's a dandy. What
0: Transformer would have a chain wallet? The Chain Wallet? will uh, Iron Iron Iron. <laughs> <laughs> Wheeljack. I accept both of those answers. <laughs> uh, okay, so Decepticons, they're testing the bridge. It's kind of a uh, a donut-shaped, flat, panel-y instrument here. And leading up to it is a track, uh, which uh, and at the, the start of that track is their test vehicle that they're going to use. It's very so. Time Cop. Yeah. I think Time Cop may have ripped this off. Because Time Cop is the Van Damme classic, 90s movie, where he goes back in time. It, it, it has a sled like this where they travel into a vortex. Hmm. Also, though, um, but, like, why are you, first of all, on the test trip, including Energon cubes? Like, don't do that. Like, no maybe just happens. send, like, I don't know, a potato. Well, maybe they need to see how the Energon reacts I guess that's process. True. But send one. It it seemed packed full of energon, not pizza boxes. So one thing I don't understand. Okay, so the test is a failure. Uh, We see the big, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, elevated platform go into the sky and open up on Cybertron, which receives whatever goes through the the space bridge on Earth. And then the elevator door opens to reveal what came through. And what came through is nothing. But we saw a lot of, I mean, the test ship didn't go through there, but we saw a lot of rocks and shit get Listen, sucked up in there. Well,
1: you saw everything get sucked up, but when the the space bridge on Cybertron opened up, nothing, ca- nothing came into it. It did mm-hmm. not make the transition.
0: You know what? I feel like uh, maybe we get into that towards the end of the episode because Megatron explains that you have to uh, pilot steer a, yeah. along a ray of light, a beam right. of light. Yeah. Otherwise, there was, disappear there was no there was no beam of light on this one but the, the, the because there, there was exactly no pilot. There was, there was a beam, right? Oh. Yeah, there is an implication that there has to be like a um, intelligence involved in going across. That's yeah, Interesting, yeah, it's, right? It's only mentioned once. I like the
1: comment that Starscream says after this. What does he say? He goes. Space bridge is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> probably my favorite <laughs> line in the whole.
0: He does. He does talk some smack Your about the failure. Space bridge is worthless, and and <laughs> I that's love it. and that's where Megatron explains that the test vehicle needs a pilot, and that pilot is identified in the form of. Spike and Bumblebee. Throw in there. Who f- somehow fell down that cliff. So stupid. The, well, I don't know how many times you drive forward and slide backwards into a ravine. Yeah, it's it's problematic. And they tumble down the cliff and they reveal that they've been spying. Like, I, and then we go to commercial. I get it. You can't be pressed for time in a cartoon for them to... Well, I guess you can for them to chase him and bring him back, but like for him to drive forward and slide backwards down the hill is so stupid. Like why not just have him see Bumblebee and then like Starscream flies up there and brings him back. Like it's so dumb. Well, and also why did he transform that well he never goes forward and slides so dumb. backwards. What a dumb he behavior. just trans it's as if he transformed with his back wheels already off the cliff. Yeah, was, it was right.
1: It was- Pretty pit- pitiful. It's 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 like you don't know your own body. All right. for, Explore yourself for a, a
0: tr- an Autobot whose de facto purpose is reconnaissance. Bumblebee, a scout, rookie mistake. He's not good. Well, and I guess to be fair, he doesn't know Earth terrain. But I feel like they have rocky terrain on Cybertron, don't they? No, they do in the comic books. Yes. It's okay. like a mixture, but in, um,
1: in the animated series, it's in the animated series, it's all completely metal. All right, well, we're back from commercial. I, I
0: reiterate, I don't know why anybody likes Bumblebee. Wow.
1: I I just know I I'm putting note down with Spike getting captured. Of course, it's, now that I think about it, it's his Dad's fault. But if <laughs> if I was his Dad, I would sue. I would sue the Autobots <laughs> so hard. Get some. But, get Johnny Cochran. Yeah, but at this point, though, I. They asked permission from the father, mm-hmm. and he said, "Sure, go for it." So mm-hmm. that hard hat doesn't have a <laughs> leg to stand on.
0: No. To mix Those metaphors, <laughs> 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 I wonder if the reason that Bumblebee got the opportunity to be teamed up with Spike so much, why they shifted gears on that, is maybe like Volkswagen started giving him some money or something. Over Jeep, I cannot imagine. Oh yeah, there was a bidding war between <laughs> yeah. Volkswagen and, I like that. and Jeep. Uh, all right. Well, they put uh, Spike and Bumblebee into the test vehicle. Mm-hmm. The bridge malfunctions again, uh, sending a whole load of nothing to Cybertron, uh, and then at this point, Shockwave explains it's going to be three three thousand astro seconds. Ah. Uh, before they can test again, which which Megatron finds intolerable, but not as intolerable as the voice animation error that accompanied that. Yeah, I thought I noticed something weird. What was it? They had uh, Shockwave's voice... Over Megatron. Yeah, Megatron's, Here, Megatron's mouth is moving, but it's it's. Sa- I think it's Soundwave's voice. Soundwave's voice. Oh, that's right. Soundwave's. Oh no, I think it, I, th- I thought it was Shockwave's. Oh, I, well, we'll, let's we'll hear settle it. it. Yeah, no, it, it is Shockwave's voice. Yes, shockwave is doing his Megatron's voice. mouth.
1: Test run number two. Maybe it was Megatron, like, Megatron, like, he's like... Imitating? Yeah, he's like, I really like
0: Shocker's voice. I'm going to start talking. It's like whenever you, you know, spend a lot of time overseas, like in Britain, you start, like, "Uh, uh, jolly good. Like, Uh, oh, what, like Madonna? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, she became British. I think that was sexually transferred. From Guy Guy Ritchie? Ritchie. Isn't Guy Ritchie British? (laughs) He definitely has diseases. (laughs) Whoa! Remember when Guy Ritchie was going to be the next... Quentin, like Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino uh, yeah. Fizzled. That didn't pan out for him. No. no I think Madonna like <laughs> sucked the lights out of it. Well, he put he made a movie and put her in as the star, and it That's was ra- It idea. was one of the worst movies ever made. Movies would ever would do that. Do that. I, what was it called? Like it wasn't the beach, but what was it was it called a, Forgettable? It was set on a beach. Yeah. Uh I, don't I can't know. remember. Beach. That's exactly you beach, don't know. Yeah. Beach in it. I've seen it and I can't remember anything about it. It's called Beach Time. Spike and Bumblebee, they ponder their options. I wish our luck would change change that's it we're the free they're escaping the word change reminds bumblebee that, that he can transform ability to change will help them get out of this situation Makes so he turns hurt. into a car he bumble modes crashes through the glass of the test pod they sum- they drive off and uh, somehow Spike keeps up with him by the way for a little bit at, at
1: he runs like, like well, he's 30 miles an hour he's got that energy
0: he's yeah, got that spunky adolescent he energy so fast <laughs> and before <laughs> go, go, go. before oh. B can save him Ravage shows up doesn't and even can... try to save first of all Bumblebee doesn't try to save no, him he doesn't s- let him s- in at s- all not for a second
1: he turns around he goes just far enough so that he knows that if he turns around he's like nah, I probably can't save him but right, sure bye
0: gesture. Yeah. Uh, Ravage uh, shows up he impedes the escape we go to a actually what is a very cool chase sequence here fully animated background mm-hmm. as we follow Bumblebee yeah, like through the canyon dogged by the seekers mm-hmm. he, he hides in a cave that this part's a little silly where very he, silly he goes into a cave then kind of goes out gets shot up and then backs back in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah it's so really it's easy like, like why why do you why animate that what's the point <laughs> I don't understand. Um, Maybe this cave goes somewhere. He hides, so he hides in the cave. He finds an exit up above, climbs up it, only to just get yes uh, <laughs> popped by Star Scream and Skywarp. Why does anybody like Bumblebee? Unclear. He hasn't uh, shown himself to add value yet, but he gets p- point blank. Popped by the Null Ray, mm-hmm. Megatron shows up. Uh This is fun. He opens his chest. Oh, what is this weird tentacle thing? And this elephant <gasps> trunk thing comes <sighs> suction to protrudes That's from his chest, strange. latches onto Bumblebee's skull. Uh, allegedly, Megatron is altering his memory so that he can help use Bumblebee to lead the Autobots into a trap. He's just like a he's just like a, a zombie. Like right. now, I'm hello. <laughs> It is true. I'm glad you paused it here. Oh, you didn't. You started again. But um, uh, the, the part where we see the Autobots back at the Ark um the there on the far right there behind prime is colored like bumblebee but i think it's supposed to be cliffjumper yeah there is i this might be the beginnings or the start of there was a char- there's a character that i believe uh, is called bumper bumper yeah but then there's also referred you'll hear the reference to the term bumble jumper oh. uh, but there were toy versions of uh, cliff jumper put out that were painted yellow. That was a real right. thing that happened. Uh, okay, there. So we're we're back at the base, and B shows up right away. He explains that Spike's been captured in a super stilted way, <laughs> and like he's Caleb reference. going to. say hey, go back
1: to that previous scene real quick. Just when they're all standing there, is that Bumblebee standing? I there? just talked <laughs> about
0: <laughs> this. We're really good at paying attention oh. to each other. <laughs> Sorry. All right. well, I said that <laughs> it's, it's, we talked about for five minutes. Oh, I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> what <an> Great. <laughs> what it inspired... You look... Here's the thing. I know, you you're were really good. at no. You're really good at looking like you're paying attention. No, yeah. no, <laughs> because I, I thought you were all in on the conversation. No, nope, nope, I just was. I'll remember Holy that. Holy Every time I'm talking to you from now on. His, his on. eyes just start... Is really, eye starts is to drift even, like Homer. <laughs> is he really listening to me? Yeah. Um... It's a miscolor, color. It's Jump. Okay. <laughs> Bumble Jumper. Bumble. Oh, okay. I remember. I came okay, back. great. I, I, you I, came I, in at the stupidest time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee shows up and uh, it, he, he says, hey, guys, uh, Spike's been captured and he's going to be sent to Cybertron in a space bridge. <laughs> All good so far. Uh, but then Megatron's mind control takes over and he awkwardly gives the Autobots a fake location that's the part that's actually stilted Yeah, he's like uh, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what he says they are at these coordinates what is the location of this
1: bridge the bridge yes the bridge is located in a cave 96.4 miles from the highway
0: and Spike is he there too yes Spike is in the cave too (laughs) Blue. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we know that because we get to see a bunch of purple dots around his. Oh, and here we have another laser beak head accessory. And oh. what is he doing? He's recording the audio, or he's controlling? Are we to believe he's controlling Bumblebee? Sure. Oh, that's a great point because it, it it looks like an old school microphone, uh, like Elvis style. But that maybe it maybe I didn't even put that together. Maybe that yes, he is transmitting what Bumblebee is supposed to say. And that's like like 1335. Is, is Laserbeak's been watching all this. He returns to the Decepticon base and relays the news, the news of destruction. Well, I and I'm not trying to be a filthy teenage boy, but like, I don't like, like, maybe just don't make Soundwave touch his crotch to play Laserbeak's findings. That's just you. That's just... That's just I don't think it's just me. <laughs> Like he's touching his dick. Well, that's where his buttons are when he transports. I horns. never even thought of that as a kid. No. Well, you, mean you weren't as horny as I was. Like. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think of. I cut, had cut I, jostling his junk around until I saw that. It's true. No, Let's, I never would thought you about. you
1: better than start touching his forehead? I never.
0: <laughs> that's boop, great. Boop, no, good point. I mean, I never thought of it as a kid either. But as an adult watching, it, I'm like, that's an adult animated this, and I'm like. It just seems like if I were making this now, I wouldn't have him touch his... God, if you were making one of these now, it would be like the most X-rated thing ever. No, I'm... I'm actually... For as much as, like, the filthy jokes I make, in real life, I'm a fairly, like, G-rated person. Yeah, he is. I know what his search history looks like. Uh, well, I mean, it's mostly serial killers but <laughs> and cults. <laughs> That's true. You know, It'll be serial killers, cults, and pornography. The FBI is I on do- your ass. Oh, I'm on so many watch lists. Absolutely. But I don't do Google searches for porn. I just go to X-Videos. The, the Autobots arrive at mm-hmm. a cave. And Prime is a bit skeptical but Bumblebee's assuring them that you know this is where the Decepticon activity happens is going down. This so... is where it is, <laughs> and so uh, they they walk in to a trap. Megatron, Soundwave, and the Seekers attack another trap immediately. This is a weird again, like a weird sequence of like this whole fight in the cave is very strange. I don't know. It just strikes me as weird. Like, why are we doing it in a cave? I guess there is the thing of like, now you're trapped, but like you're immediately not trapped later. We'll yeah, see. they. It's not. It doesn't end up being that much of an impediment, right? Ever. Um, kind of a cool fight sequence, though. It is. Um, all in all, uh, we've got. Uh, well, we first of all, we go to commercial and then come back from commercial. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we come back, uh, we see jazz. He is uh, going to return some laser fire back at Starscream. We've got uh, Ratchet capturing Laserbeak with some kind of... The, the, the Pac-Man net? Yeah. he shoots Yeah. Out. yeah. Uh, we've got Ironhide and Soundwave fighting each other. We've got uh, Prime uh, returning the favor from earlier, protecting Ironhide from Megatron's fusion cannon mm-hmm. fire. And uh, the the whole jazz... Sorry at least is on screen. The jazz baseball thing. That is weird. With null Ray is kind of weird. Um, we got Megatron with the wrist buzzsaw. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of really random guess, capabilities yeah, a weird, a weird in, in Pac-Man there. Pac-Man
1: net thing just happened there. Yeah,
0: the, the Pac-Man net, the, bu- the buzzsaws. Everybody's... They're just making it up. It is crazy. And also, like, the fact that all these stalactites and stalagmites that have connected become keep getting destroyed, I thought for sure it was going to play into the collapse. Nope. Nope. No reason. It just is the thing they do. Well, I guess stalagmites... And stalactites that have that formed into columns. There's probably an, yeah. There's columns. no structural integrity there. No, of course not. But that's why I was getting ready in my notes. I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna <laughs> miss bust this." <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Prime, he's stuck in some rocks, and that's where. Uh, no, that yes, that, that's, that's where the buzz so all comes, comes in, all right. it's, it's so dumb, it's so. And like, uh, what would a buzz saw even do, like, to a robot? It's gonna cut them in half, man. It reminds me of the. It, it now it's like the the shootout, uh, talking about Silver Dollar City, oh, Princeton, Missouri. Yeah, the flooded mine. It used mm-hmm. to be called the flooded mine. Now it's the Great American Shootout or something like that. I love but that's my. They favorite. still have that. They still have the buzz saw part of it as the ride. That is my Still favorite there. ride at Silver Dollar City and I will post a video of that. The old version or the new version. They're all the I mean it's the same ride. Well, it's the same ride except now pre- you shoot at targets and get points. Right. Wasn't it always that way? No. no it didn't used to be. What was it before? Just riding just through, through looking at everything. And you and it was like a prison escape. Oh, I don't thing. remember it being anything other than shooting. The theme of it was like jail escape like it was a, uh, it's a work it's a prison
1: it's a mine where they no, use prisoners to mine this and then there's some escaping going on and no oh. the guns it, there was not always a, a shoot them up d-
0: okay maybe i do remember because didn't the cannon outside used to fire and like there was it a, still does though i think no it doesn't oh it doesn't no. oh okay and there's like a water geyser that came out yes i do I remember that's right that doesn't happen anymore it does, uh, but appear. I no, I that's my favorite ride because I just like I just like the shooting. I, I like the yeah. g- video it, game. I don't know. It's if It's a live that action. Video I was game. there a couple years ago. It doesn't work as well as it used to. Whenever they, first I was there last year. It. Yeah, how'd you feel about your score? The, the guns are very. Uh, de- it depends on what gun you get. <laughs> They're true. real, like changeable as to how accurate yeah. they are. Right. Silver Dollar City. It's a staple of the Ozarks to-, to the listeners who have no clue what we're talking about. It's an, Silver Dollar City's old... It's like it's 1896, it's a, it's a, I think it's supposed it's to Hillbilly be. It's Hillbilly it's Six Flags. A, it's a theme, yeah, it's, it's a theme
1: park that's got... A, the the shtick is that it's in Pioneer Days. It's
0: surprisingly mm-hmm. fun. It's. Yeah. I, I haven't been there in a long no, time, I like but I, I, we all loved it as a kid. Yeah, I mean, they have good it's roller coasters. A, it's, it, it's not a half-ass enterprise. No, no, it's, no. It's not executed really well. Correct. It's just a little corny with it. It's all like... Hillbillies and Pioneer Blacksmiths and, I prefer it over like Six Flags just because I like the, the shop set up better oh yeah there's some really great shops there's some really great food actually that you can get there and then also like um they have that the, the train ride where there's that fake like um uh, hijacking of the train yeah. that's fun that's people fun. love to go there around christmas time yep they that's string a big the thing. entire join up with lights and go crazy do you think we should do a
1: whole episode just about silver dollar city I think we should do a whole extended series about Silver Dollar City. We could we get all the legends and myths
0: that are buried into the in the park. Supposedly somebody got decapitated on the the fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. (laughs) I wonder if that did really happen I don't know. I don't think so. We'll follow up on that. All right. I'm gonna follow up. Go to Silver Dollar City, everybody. (laughs) And Google Silver Dollar City, Fire in the Hole, Decapitation. Tell us what you get. You do it. (laughs) <laughs> Where the fuck is happening? Um, we're, we're in the mine. I was just saying that it didn't collapse. And that's what made me think of the flooded mine. This mine, this mine did not collapse, everybody. The cave, and, I mean. And, uh, and, oh, yeah, and Megatron pulls, like, a weird gun out of his hand. And why? For, for what reason? You have a better gun. <laughs> it's right there on your arm. It's big. Shockwave gets in touch with Megatron. And he's like... It's space bridge time and they Excellent they will be there. <laughs> they, they abandon the fight, they head back to the riverbed, but not before um, Megatron transforms the gun mode again mm-hmm. and has Starscream blast the cave closed. I will say if you want to make a drinking game out of Transformers, every time one of the categories should be every time Megatron says excellent. I like it. Because I, he says it a lot. I think every time they have some, like, random ability is another. Oh, well, guy. that's going to play. You're going to be, be hammered off watch this the first this three episodes. Well, this scene right here. Absolutely. Is, there's, like, five different rando abilities that sh- that come up out of nowhere. And then show, <laughs> he sure says the space bridge will be open for four minutes. I did the math on, into Breams. That's .48 Breams. I'm really glad you did that. Thank you. Uh, so here's a reverse situation from what we've been talking about in the past. The Decepticons uh, close up this cave and just assume the Autobots are, are dead, are done for. And uh, but yet they're they're obviously not. They get out extremely easily. Everybody um, regroups in the cave. They're recovering from the dust up. Ratchet discovers Bumblebee's uh, been slipped a robotic roofie. <laughs> And he reveals uh, that the riverbed is the actual location of the space bridge. The Autobots easily blast their way out of the cave and head towards the riverbed. Cool. I remember now. Yeah. That's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the rocks just fall inwards. Yeah, it, is, it is weird. They fall inwards. And, and all of just, which is not and how it works at all. But yeah. Whatever, yeah. Back at the bridge... Four minutes, that's all we've got to use the bridge. Spike is loaded in the pod.
1: (laughs) This is where Megatron
0: explains that Spike is going to be riding on a beam of light. He must concentrate on the beam, or he'll fly off into the cold, dark void, ceasing to exist. Which sounds more like a meditation or hypnotization Mm -hmm. routine than, you know, how you're going to make this space bridge work. But, you know, we commence this transport activity, except uh, the Autobots arrive, and... Attack and <laughs> uh-huh. the animation, like right here where we are, at Spike's um, face at about nineteen minutes and thirty seconds in is, is very, very distorted, weird. He, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's distorted. He he also has like some sort of elfish wrestler's ear. He does in, have a cauliflower ear going yes. on. <laughs> and and Megatron is missing part of his insignia on his chest. So, animation errors all around. <laughs> That was the B team doing those frames. You can't be perfect all the time. And that's what I will tell my daughter, okay. Samara. So here, and another weird animation here. Yeah, I
1: see that by the door. What, what, yeah, the, the,
0: the door to the space bridge opens up, but the back what ends up happening is the back <laughs> wall of the space bridge is overlapping it's, it's the side sides weird of entrance. Like In a way, there's some real M.C. Escher shit going on. It is on here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron's eyes are blue for some reason as well. We could honestly spend all day talking about animation errors. Well, yeah, we have some star screams littering up the place in a second, too, because the Seekers must have been hell on the colorists to do. Like. That's really uh, understandable that the Seekers are miscolored a lot of times. I, I'm guessing that, uh, you know, language barriers and giving direction. and mm-hmm. right? I'm assuming that's the cause. Or laziness. Uh, well, trying to get something done fast get, and as cheap yeah, as possible. Sure, sure, sure. This sequence is, is a little bit questionable to me. Uh, Bumblebee volunteers to get Spike out of there. Mm-hmm. Prime offers to help. And uh, what he does? Well, hang on a minute. Let me back up. We didn't even cover it. the Ironhide. Just pulls out a bazooka and he's yep. like, "I'll stop him from sitting." I'll <laughs> <laughs> just explode the whole <laughs> <of> thing. <laughs> he just
1: blows the show yeah.
0: up. <laughs> Spark plugs just for him. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> my kids in there. <laughs> but, uh, so, so that happens. Then Bumblebee volunteers to get Spike out of there. And Prime's like, I'll help. And But he kind of does what Ironhide does. He just fires three shots. Like, well, this a- is one of the rare times we see Prime, like, he has an adjustable nozzle yeah. on his... Rifle. So he fine tunes it, I get. To a sniper to, rifle. To sniper and I guess a, a more weak um, power. Yeah, well. uh, and, and anyway, he pops three shots, very accurate. One pops. On a the moving top. vehicle. <laughs> one <laughs> pops the top of the pod, yeah. spitting. One shoots. One gets one strap of the seat seatbelt uh, seat and one hits the other strap of the seatbelt. Spike jumps shoots off. across Spike's face to hit the other... I I don't know that he had the shot to pull this off, personally. You would need to be on the other side of the bridge to really do this. They're really playing fast and loose with logic here. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) By the way, animated backgrounds. Love it when that happens. Great. Uh, But Spike is saved by Bumblebee, who's just hanging onto the hood. The the pod <laughs> veers off the track and just tumbles into the walls of the space bridge. Megatron's like, oh take care of it. it. At this point he realizes shit's going bad. He races to the cube, uh, to get the cubes into the bridge before it closes. He gets blasted by the collective power of the and Autobot this, forces. Oh. At this point he starts to swirl around like what? Like the Gravitron. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. And he gets sucked into the sky. There's the two star screams. Pri- Primus knows where. There, Star Scream and <laughs> his armada. So it turns out that Cyclonus and his armada really <laughs> yes. Star Scream the whole time. Yeah, we're at uh, paused at twenty-one oh seven. There are two Star Scream standing right by each other, <laughs> uh, and that close up too. It's not even a far away. No, and, and away it one. happened in the, the the scene previous where the, the same error occurred. Uh. So. So, uh Starscream he knows an opportunity when he sees it. He assumes the mantle of leadership mm-hmm. and commands the crew to get the fuck out of there and the Autobots celebrate Megatron's death. Finally again, <laughs> finally we have an Autobot victory. Question mark. In quotes. <laughs> at, I'm paused at 2126. We have that same angle that we were talking about in The More Than Meets The Eye, but it's drawn actually a little bit more detailed and it's a little different, yeah. yeah. It's a little different, but it's still... Uh, it's an exciting angle. Uh, Prime, I just am now realizing, has this like solid blue taint going on. Yeah, that's his dick. Oh. His Is blue... It? His Smurf dick. <laughs> does, does it come out? When he's In my fan fiction. <laughs> Randy. Uh, so... What a uh, dick talk I've been doing. Sorry. <laughs> Prime, Prime, Prime. however, while the Autobots are celebrating Megatron's death, Prime doesn't quite buy it. And, and for good reason, because as we see... Megatron himself emerges on Shockwave. Cybertron. Uh he's alive, well, and yearning for vengeance. Mhm. And that is where this episode ends. Just watching it. <laughs> Megatron. Oh, I wish they would have hugged. They don't hug. I know, but Shockwave. it would like Shockwave just seems so like at I least, need contact. At least a fist bump. It's been 4 million years. Handshake anything? <laughs> no. Megatron reaches for a handshake, but it's the wrong hand, well, and he shakes his gun. his gun.
1: Shockwave, when he you t- should play when he talks there he sounds super bummed out that well that he somehow let Megatron down. Like play it real quick. Okay. He's like, oh, uh, like it just play. You'll see what I mean. Megatron, what
0: happened? The Autobots robbed me of my victory. Hmm. Yeah, he does sound bummed.
1: What happened? Oh, by the way, how you doing? It's been four million years. That's Shockwave. Shockwaves. there's no time for like...
0: He's very... uh, He's like the least selfish... Yeah, person that's ever. I'm sure existed. his. I'm, I'm sure his annual reviews are always the same. Always <laughs> the same. He always. No matter how hard he tries, he meets expectations.
1: Yeah, well, he can. Yeah, he meets expectations. I feel like
0: he's pound. He's been pounded into submission. Yeah. So he, well, and, nobody gets a no, five. No one gets a five. <laughs> I
1: think he would exceed on building that space ramp, but uh, otherwise, space he's just doing it. Yeah. Guys, can I tell Was you? Something? It, oh wait, the port, What is it called? Space bridge. Okay. Yeah.
0: Can I tell you something, guys?
1: What? Sure, I get fives. You do? Hell yeah. I got two threes and two fours yesterday. <laughs> oh, you just got a review?
0: Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> two threes and two fours? That's pretty good. They don't, so give, five, they don't give fives in my company. Which okay. is like, that is infuriating to me of like, well, then that's, that category shouldn't exist. The fives? Yeah. Right. If you're not, if you're like, openly, I don't get fives, well, then it's like- You, well, you guys don't person. know what it's like to be transcendent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you're a business god. <laughs> just, just like I am a Captain Dance. <laughs> Can we put that gif of you dancing in uh, the cape? I think you should. Okay, great. Yeah, I give it to you guys to do it, with it what you will. Uh, all right, uh, tropes. A couple things uh, I wanted to call out. This is the first time, I think it's the first time, I don't think we saw it in More Than Meets the Eye, but I think would do see it a lot where you've got this... The Transformer, most usually the Decepticon is in their hidden mode, and usually it's Soundwave. And it's, oh, hey, this is just a regular Thing X. And it's like, oh my God, Whoa. what the hell? A thing?
1: A trance? Well, they are in disguise. Yeah.
0: It's on brand. It's the tagline. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, lots, Definitely lots of, uh, we already covered it, but lots of. Mechanisms that they have, Mm -hmm. uh, bonus mechanisms that will start to drop off pretty quickly. (laughs) Does it? Okay. Good. All right, Ryan. How far ahead have you been watching? I haven't watched ahead. I just remember. I know I had, I had uh, SOS Dinobots and Roll for It, which I think Roll for It is our next episode um, on VHS, and I think at that point the special features just kind of fall away. Gotcha. So hey, why don't let's get into the (laughs) (laughs) what? Up top, Ironhide does say, all systems ready for tomorrow's launch to Cybertron in the original script. So, mm-hmm. in the original script, they were they did address that they were going to Cybertron, and then Prime says, at last, we can return home. Um, in both the first scene with the Autobots and Decepticons, they talk about being unsure whether Cybertron even still exists, which is completely reasonable... Because right. it's been 4 million years. Mm-hmm. Um, I and It's a reasonable cut for simplicity. Um, Shockwave states that the planet Cybertron simplicity. you say simplicity? Simpli- th- 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 <laughs> um, so- Shockwave states that Cybertron remains secure of Autobot forces. To okay. Megatron. They keep spelling Jazz's name with three Z's. Up <laughs> I love it. That's probably trademarkable. Maybe Jazz with no two Z's. Oh, that's within. a great point. I don't know. Maybe mm. so. Um, there are a lot of uh, probably good examples of cutting dialogue down and simplifying it, like when Ratchet and Sparkplug are working on Ironhide, Sparkplug says, hmm, that rear-end assembly looks like it could use some old flash and blowtorch work to secure it. Yep. And Ratchet's original line is, good idea, Sparkplug, that's exactly what we'll do, which becomes, yep, sure does. <laughs> That's so it. What is Smart <laughs> Plug's uh, fascination with Ironhide's ass? Uh, he's he's a jack of all trades. He knows all about mechanics. Okay. He's, yeah. So that that's all the script deviations. How do you guys feel about the scheme? I feel like there's a potential for a segment about rating the scheme. Like, uh, oh, how how uh, how. Uh, <laughs> Would you rate this? I mean, we almost—it's. I think well, it's you only be, have you only have the, the context is, of the prior episode, the Decepticons but. scheme. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same scheme every time, though. Uh, there's, there's variations. Like enroll for it, I think, which is the next one. I think it's just another dam. <laughs> oh, great! This is going to get monotonous I, really quickly. I would
1: say that the the space bridge is. A, a really That's good an eight scheme. out of ten. It's for me. a scheme that
0: lasts. It's a lasting give, scheme. I will
1: give it an eight. Yes, Maybe. I will give it. It's going to rank high. <laughs> the, the we'll just have to. See. I, I I like that segment. We'll sure. just have to see how it develops as we get more schemes. I do like it. Some schemes are going to be stupid. I'm sure. Yeah. Love it. So. I'm giving this one an 8 out
0: of 10. Schemes, schemes and fleems. I mean, schemes so, and fleems. Schemes and fleems. Sometimes oh, what you think is a scheme is really a fleam, but then turns out to be a <laughs> scheme the whole time. Things can get tough out there for <laughs> business out. owners and for <laughs> journalists. We reference huh? <laughs> Mr. Show almost every episode. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's a good show. It is. Did you guys ever watch the, um, upda- the With Bob and David's that were on Netflix? Yeah. I thought they were great. Absolutely. I thought they picked up from the vibe of Mr. Show very well. I liked it a lot. Go watch that on Netflix, everybody. Mm-hmm. With and Bob listen, and David. listen to My Favorite Murder with Karen Kilgareth and Georgia Hartzard. Yeah, I'm totally addicted to that sh- that podcast I, right now. Oh, I haven't even listened to it. What's up with it? Uh, it's basically like about, like, the, the, well, Karen Kilgareth from Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, Which uh, one was she? She is the, the like, uh, the... OU men? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, but uh, she and Georgia hardstark uh, they do uh, – it's basically like every episode is each one of them does a murder. They you mean just, they commit a murder? Yes, they commit a murder. And then they, they – well, each one of them talks about a murder that was interesting to them. And then mm-hmm. they, they explain to the other one. And mm-hmm. um, I recommend episode – I think it's 18 mm-hmm. that is like – I I always forget her name, but it Mm -hmm. is is amazing about this woman who survived being attacked by this uh, this murderer, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, she's my hero. While we're uh, shouting out podcasts, I started listening to... Um, unfunny nerd tangent, uh, which is one of the, yeah. uh, the, 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 girlfriend, Greg from, uh, Australia, uh, from Australia is a participant in that. And mm-hmm. so that's been really cool. I've been listening to some back episodes. I was interested in their, their take on game of Thrones, the ending I've heard, you know, I'm still stuck on how I feel about it. I don't think it was as bad as the world thinks it was bad, but you know what? I've let it go. Got to wrap it up. I know that's not necessarily pop culture at this point, but but and it and it was a, it's not a new episode of theirs either. But you know, normally our shoutouts happen at the beginning of the episode. It's true. <laughs> uh, should we do our? Uh... Right, so, okay. Ooh, we can. I'm
1: the ghost of the iconic movement <laughs> You know, Caleb, what do you got? Mmm, iconic moment. I love Shockwave walking around like he just got out of bed. That's
0: true. He's that's back. pretty that's pretty fun. No. No. <laughs> he's just stumbling.
1: <laughs> well he's not stumbling, he's just walking with his shoulders hunched forward and his arms to his side and he's kinda of leaning forward. It's great. He's I can just... watch that all I can watch that all day. I could watch a whole episode of him walking by himself all alone in his whatever that is, just looking out the window and then walking around I love it. He's it's like he's
0: gotta face a day at a job a job he hates, yeah. a family that doesn't respect him. I'm, no there's no one there's no hope, no opportunity. I mean maybe there is, but it's been four million years. So but he doesn't recognize it. I don't know. He <laughs> needs I don't know. Prozac. Or whatever the Cybertronian equivalent is. Yeah. That's what that's what Ryan. That's um what, basically just the appearance of the space bridge because it plays I, so heavily later. I, I put that as well. Uh, specifically, Megatron getting sucked into it for a brief Whoa. period of time. Starscream thinks he's actually in command. I still think it'd be funny if you know they su- it sucks up all that rubble. Like when they open the door, that's like a <laughs> I sucks. know. There should be rocks rubble and shit I coming think. out, but we, the rocks aren't riding that laser wave beam of light. I guess it's true. It's They're just getting lost into the abyss of space. I, I assume. Yeah. So if the if Megatron seemed to know that. Why were they trying to send unmanned craft in there to begin yeah. with? Well, that, but was that unmanned first... craft no, didn't no, no. even no, like no. make it into the hole. Like that, that, that 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 pod just went up in the air and then fell right down, or it became disintegrated. No, it fell to the ground. Did it? Yeah. No. No, I you see it in the animation. No no, 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 no. You see it crash in the end, but the first one you don't see it. Like, the first time, it doesn't fall back down. Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I need to know. Show me the money. Oh, you're right. It does fall down. I didn't even see it. Yeah, it didn't even make it through the hole. (laughs) I know about that. Well...
1: (laughs) that's all that's ridiculous that's even that is worse. quite worse. ridiculous that's worse
0: <laughs> to- Shockwave didn't even need to open the elevator no the millions were be like, it didn't work <laughs> It felt a- it. like <laughs> it's a real blink and you'll miss it like I it guess- falls behind the debris I now. guess the- yeah.
1: I-, I guess in retrospect they had to leave it because or unless they had or they, they could have, have built to- another one well at this yeah they could have built another one they have they built
0: everything fast so well. yes so- <laughs> they don't even have the Constructicons yet. bring the other pod I can't wait till the Constructicons <laughs> Get here. <laughs> oh. Um, what else? Do we have any other douche Oh, uh, is this our American what, Top What story? do we call it? What do we call uh, this s- the segment? you it. uh, name It's like in the real world. In the real world. In, in the, the real world. world. Obviously, this was happening uh, at a, a time and place in 1984, October 6th, some might say. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> what was happening? You should say you should that say, was what that's, happened. on October sixth, nineteen eighty four. What do you guys think was happening in the real world at that time?
1: I was in. I, I we were in kindergarten. I had Mrs. Feldman. I was in. I was wait, in Newtown, a suburb we in kindergarten I guess so. We were also in Miss Saffle's first grade class together.
0: Uh, have we told the story about how I hid behind girls?
1: Uh, let's let's save that.
0: Why are we saving it? Like, I want to fix. It. Caleb's
1: trying to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's not a long story. I pushed you down, and you got a Band-Aid, and you we came got out. three to...
1: Band-Aids. <laughs>
0: well, that's and, a serious
1: push. Yeah, and then I walked back outside, and I, uh, there was recess was still going on, because I guess in the past, like, recesses were, like, it was like three, hours. three hours long. <laughs> and I look over, and there was, like, a, gr- a group of girls standing next to a brick wall, and you were hiding. <laughs> and you were hiding behind, and I was like, where's Ryan? And you were clearly standing behind all the girls hiding. What <laughs> But then, like, like, what was I gonna do? Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah, but then, but what was I gonna do? Like, was I gonna like? I know, beat me up. You, was I, I, ha- yeah, nothing nothing happened. I just called you out on hiding behind girls. You're
0: dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I have,
1: I, I have a scar. I have a scar that I've had ever since then. Like we were, it was me and him and West Piney, and we were like just shoving each. That, there was like nothing to. We were like that. That was our decision. That recess was just to kind of push each other down with, there was no, there was no reason to. And mm-hmm.
0: This was also back in the time whenever the playgrounds were like cement and gravel.
1: Yeah, I think I actually literally got, there was like a piece of broken glass on the ground that I cut my uh, elbow on or something, but yeah, it
0: was, a, it was actually the best. So place. you pushed him, he was obvious he was injured, and you just took I ran body. away. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was,
1: it, you know, it was, it was not probably not a big deal at all, but you're, you know, you're in first grade and. There you go. Things seem bigger than. I've always are. been a
0: coward. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're kind of like Starscream. You gave this like dramatic <laughs> act of I aggression, I act and then and then, and then you just well, immediately walking back like, to Caleb right before you did it. You, should, you were like, "I should be the leader."
1: It's it's one of those things where you're like, you get it. You're a young, young kid, and you're like pushing each other around, and then actually something happens. Something and happens. And you're, you're, like, like, oh you're like, "Oh my no. god!" And that's pretty much. I what have happens. to escape. it. Uh, so that was what. I was doing. I guess I was getting ready for Halloween at that point.
0: Mm -hmm. uh, Um, So, on the American Top 40.
1: Moving from number five to number two in our countdown, the number one song in Britain this week. Stevie Wonder and I Just Called to Say I Love You. Now on American Top 40, we're up to the number one song in the USA. It's from the album that's also at number one this week, the soundtrack album from the movie Purple Rain. A previous single release from that album has already hit number one, When Doves Cry. And this song from that very same album hit number one last week. Here's Prince and his band The Revolution making a habit at being number one with the song that tops the chart again this week, Let's Go Crazy.
0: We've got. Which, uh, that movie, Purple Rain, had come out earlier in the summer and was number one at the box office in July. We talked about our dance party at the last episode, um, and I was completely shocked to discover that you'd never heard the Prince song Controversy before. Yeah, it's, it's a, a terrible there's, song. there's a lot of... Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> They're <you> know, <laughs> so, so unlistenable. A, <laughs> well, my god, you are a man. First ignorant, of all, man. I
1: will say that there's probably a lot of people that haven't heard the song Controversy. But really? also, I will also say that... It is not a terrible song. It's a really good song. know if you don't like, if you it don't was a like single. it, if you don't like it, that's I, well. Even.
0: Also, that's why I asked you, Caleb, last night about whether like certain songs were in minor or major key because that song. Uh, there are just some songs where I'm like, well, this is just boring. And I think it's the controversy has a great hook, though. Not the, I noticed. I
1: noticed at the party last night for Ryan, if if he was exposed to a song that he had never heard before, he there was no dancing. Like I don't care how good the song was. If it was a song that Ryan had never heard before, didn't dance. Because he was, and he, and he kept, he would keep saying over and over again, I've never heard this song before. <laughs> what he even keep saying? <laughs> I've never, no, I've never heard this I song. I don't before. know. And you're just it's standing just there, yeah, I've never heard this song before. <laughs> <I> sang, just... <laughs> sang it like that in a way like, oh, I, I, I've i never heard this song before. And then you just not dance. Hmm. Did, you, did like, you all dance to that Tony Braxton?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, we, Tony Braxton is like the unofficial he's, he's, t- like touchstone of this podcast. Yeah, this he's, he's heard that time. song before. <laughs> right. I didn't know if he dipped out. I couldn't remember. I was in my own place when that video came out. You disappeared for now. like... For I did. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just, for a long time, it was just West and I down here dancing by ourselves. Oh, when I was making a drink for Wes that she didn't drink. Oh, well... I hmm. spent about an hour and a half making simple syrup with ginger infused into it so I could make mocktails for West and my wife, Melody, who do not drink right now, mm-hmm. and um, and by the, by the time the simple syrup was perfected, I made a mocktail at the end of the night for them, and neither of them drank it. <laughs> <laughs> I made That's garbage. This. Extremely <laughs> complicated thing that nobody wanted. Will... <laughs> I love to put in lots of effort for no return. Kind of like uh, this podcast, <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> the podcast which, is the
0: perfect metaphor for my life. The number one movie on October 6th, 1984, weekend was Teachers, which I had never heard of. No, I never have. Teachers is a 1984 American satirical comedy film, comedy drama directed. Uh, well, it, it basically stars Nick Nolte, Joe Beth Williams, and Ralph Macchio. Yeah. This is, sounds crazy. Alex Jurrell is a veteran social studies teacher who makes who takes his job lightly despite being one of the most popular teachers in school because of his ability to identify and connect with the students. Jurel has won, been worn down by years of being in between the rowdy students and the demands of the administration. He's assigned to temporarily take over the duties of the school psychologist and meets a young man named Eddie Pilkin... P- 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 Pilkin. <laughs> <Pilken. laughs> to whom he becomes a mentor. During this time, a romance develops between Jurel and Hammond, his former student. Other subplots include a wandering mental institution outpatient mistaken for a substitute teacher. That does sound funny, actually. Uh, it, this sounds... In, I have to watch this movie. And th- there's a Eddie's best Who's friend, number Danny, one. a schizophrenic and kleptomaniac student who was shot and killed by the police after he draws a gun from his locker during a drug search. That also sounds really funny. <laughs> this st- it was number one for three weeks. Made twenty seven million out of a nine million dollar budget. Wow!
1: Nope, never heard of it.
0: Yeah, um, on the go moving to TV on the cover of TV Guide was Nicolette Sheridan, Terry Farrell, and Morgan Fairchild of Paper Dolls. Uh, Morgan Fairchild, a GI Joe character, one of my favorites. Hmm. <laughs> Callback. <laughs> well, that was uh, the show that was set in Manhattan, a witty primetime serial focused on the cut, cutthroat world of modeling cosmetic. I don't remember. Cat- That's another I show don't... I don't remember at all. A season, there was a, here's some trivia. It was the season 10 premiere of SNL. Okay. Who was uh, the cast on that? There was no host. Okay. Uh, the cast was like. Um, Joe oh. Piscopo. Yes, that he was one in that like weird, a, that
1: weird era. Yeah, it was. It was.
0: This it was, was, was kind Warren, of in the Warren, downtime. Was Warren
1: Michaels on the outs at that point? He might have been. Yeah, there was a story where he went about and it was. It
0: was true. Yeah, tra- Billy Crystal, him. Jim Belushi, Billy Crystal, Mary Christopher Gross, Guest, Chris Guest. I forgot he was yeah. on there. Rich Hall, Gary Harry Martin Schier. Short did that. I must say, guy.
1: Harry Shearer, Juliet, hey, I
0: gotta say, uh, I uh, I don't love Martin Short. I, he's my least favorite. I well, what about do uh, like him. InterSpace? I've never seen. Uh, I I like
1: some of the sketches that he's done. There, there, there's parts of him that I really uh, uh, appreciate, and he's really he's really quick on the draw at at uh,
0: improv. I think he's gifted. I yeah. just don't laugh at him. I at will me. say this: he's too I, silly for me. I, guess. I would not. Um be oh, upset I like if he were replaced by any given actor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, so three amigos. You've got Chevy Chase, you've got Steve Martin. Who's who's the who do you want to replace Martin Short? Um uh, A Charles Derning. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, let's well, wrap this, up. Um, the, this, this is wrap very of, interesting. The wrap of the trivia issue number one of the Highland Lakes Newsette came out on October 6, 1984, Really? Which is the uh, the, the <laughs> a periodical from Highland Lakes, New Jersey. It was their fiftieth anniversary. It's a private lakeside community. A
1: 4,933 you were digging deep weren't you I was I did this for like 3 hours
0: at work the other day It did no work Um, do you want to guess how many what the percentage of white people is there I would say 98 I'm I'm going to say 100% you're real close it's Uh, (laughs) 96.5 that's my temperature right now Um, they pay dues as part of the Highland Lakes Country Club and that was the the, (laughs) I'll put the PDF of that issue oh yeah I want to read it it's pretty amazing (laughs) Today on the tennis court, the, it is like the, the astroturf <laughs> was a little bumpy. <laughs>
1: the, the Chadwick area news is really good. That's, I'm getting off topic. Well, no, no, you're not. Chadwick, you're that's on topic. Chadwick area news is, is great. Like if you real quick Google Chadwick area news, and it's a lady that, that writes a column, and it's and I've sent you stuff like this before, but you guys don't pay attention to it. What's this, up, so. Mary? Declutters. Yep. It was good to get a call from my friend Patty. This is the Chadwick Area News. So the
0: city of Chadwick, Missouri. This, I'm assuming yeah. it's not a suburb of Springfield. It's oh no, be. it's a, it's
1: a little town down in the down down in the state forest. So okay. it's not part
0: of the metro area. Gotcha. Nah,
1: I don't know, but the, the, the articles... population
0: probably in the single thousands.
1: Oh, there's less than a thousand people okay, in Chadwick. Gotcha.
0: You've never
1: been to Chadwick?
0: You've never been? All right, all right. You must go.
1: So it's it's out past Sparta. I'll,
0: I'll wait for the Apple Blossom Festival <laughs> or whatever bullshit thing they have. Yeah. Acorn season.
1: But she she just writes about her own life, but that's that's the contributing column. I one. made a
0: trip to the ranch Wednesday to see the kids and grandkids. Traylon had a different experience on Monday. She had gone with her dad to check cows the evening before and got lots of seed ticks. A quick...
1: <laughs> yep. A quick shower did got ri- a quick shower got rid of most of them. Her eye was hurting the next morning. They took her to the doctor sounds- and found that a seat tick landed in her eye. The eye was numbed and tweezers were used to take out the tick. <laughs> this was the only second. This was only the second time the doctor had to do this procedure in their career. Oh my
0: god, country oh, life. This makes it. me think of Doc Hollywood.
1: I love reading this column when it comes out.
0: This you- does sound amazing. Have you? This reminds me of okay. First of all, there was a thing a few years ago where uh, some uh, highfalutin New York food critic had decimated the fact that a uh, Guy Fieri... Uh, guy fla- Fieri. Fl- Huh? Guy Fieri. That's how it's pronounced? It's pronounced Fieri. P- oh, wow. Guy Fieri, <laughs> a flavor town had opened up in, <laughs> Tom- in Times Square. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's a very famous review of the guy just... Tearing it apart, like just like I, I mean, know, I remember this. Obviously, it's not a gonna be a, a great restaurant, but uh, the guy is definitely really trying to score some some heavy points. So anyway, that I feel like that guy's review is despicable for a lot of reasons. Sure, but, but then a thing went viral maybe about six years ago of uh, of a lady who wrote restaurant reviews in her, for her small town newspaper, (laughs) similar to this. And she reviewed an olive garden. Oh my God. (laughs) And, And it was, it is the most heartwarming thing you'll ever oh. read in your entire she she life liked she's it. like an old yeah she gave the all the, the local olive garden a very favorable that review is adorable. and it was just like it was just like so sweet and it was like let see this, like, did you know you get fr- you get unlimited breadsticks and <laughs> salad and they're very good. The butter and the garlic is just I will, perfectly I, applied. I will say, Olive Garden Salad is delicious. I enjoy um, it. You put a lot of that tangy vinegar on there. Fuck. I'll fucking eat it all day long. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> this has been your moment in restaurant reviews and just rambly shit. And small town history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we haven't pumped up the APDC store in a while. It exists, products are available for purchase. Feel free to go check out our posters, our pins. I swear to Jesus Almighty that uh, that new products So We'll are, have to have some <laughs> Guess we're, we're going to be in uh, T- TFCon in it, D.C. Yes. In our nation's capital. That was supposed to be was Forrest Gump. Impression? No, it was supposed to be Forrest Gump. Forrest Trump. Make that meme happen. That's funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, shop, go out, buy stuff, and uh, obviously... Continue to listen if you found this enjoyable at all. Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Tune in. Uh, yeah, leave leave one of them reviews and uh, look us up on our social media. We love we love interacting, having fun on the the social med. Mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram yep. at a web presence autopoddecepticast.com. dot com. Well, you can put up there, Ryan. Oh, there's going to be. I'm going to put the PDF of the Highlands News. <laughs> New Definitely a link to the, the DC headliner. Absolutely. Read it every day. <laughs> Alright, peep the shop, check the merch, buy something. Come see us in DC. Yeah. yeah shake was, our hands. Please. How yes. was this episode, Aaron? <laughs> you don't have to ask me. I Oh, because so, I know. It is mediocre. Mm, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Alright, good job guys. I'll put that address on our podcast page and tweet it out when this episode drops. Um, Several of our other podcast friends talked about it this week, too. Mike Cyber Radio, Transmissions, uh, and the Bill... uh, Bill. Burr Martin experience. Uh, This was just such a sweet story about a little kid who's had this horrible time health-wise. And, I don't know, maybe we can all just do something to make another young Transformers fan's fourth birthday forever memorable. I mean, this kid's favorite toy, like so many of ours as kids and today, is Transformers. So, like, I just imagine how amazing it would have been to have something like this happen for your birthday. And now with, like, the reach of the Internet and our podcasts and social media platforms uh, that we all have, we have the ability to bring so many people together who love this single thing, which is presumably while you're listening and we can just share the love. Um, so if you're interested, Whitaker's birthday is September 11th again and there's still time to get a new toy and send it or even just wish him a happy birthday. Um, and, and oh and for anyone in the Alexandria era, one more area, one more time with a yellow car who wants to help be at the corner of Woodbine and Crest Street in Alexandria before 7 a.m. on Sunday or Sunday on September 11th. Thanks everybody. All right, pistols at dawn is the sponsor of autopod decepticast yes 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 yes